Welcome into Tough Guys Sports Radio, the podcast that gives you the 411 and the blue collar point of view on sports. I'm your host, Nookie Bishop Jr., joined as always by my main man, BX Legend 28. What's going on, Ledge? How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, brother Nooski. How you doing? Man, running through uh, uh, hotel lobbies. You know, I'm coming to you today from our remote studio somewhere in the southeast, the deep southeast. But uh, everything is good, man. No complaints and life is good. How was your week, man? Oh, my week was fantastic. Fantastic. It's hot. It's, it's, it's people out. I, I just, just love the idea of people all over the place. Oh, it makes me feel so warm inside. <laughs> So good, so good. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to give everybody a little mini rundown of what we're going to talk about, and then we'll launch right into it. So we okay. got Stanley Cup finals today. We got the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals in the NBA. We'll talk a little bit about the MLB All-Star Game finalist, and then we'll talk about uh, what's going on with Yankees Nationals. Obviously, uh, I'll talk a little bit about what's going on with my main man, uh, Schwarber, Kyle Schwarber, from the Washington Nationals, and we'll tell everybody within the sound of our voice why Shohei Otani is a baseball god, small g, small g. But let's kick it off. Stanley Cup Finals, not the dream finals that we wanted. Montreal Canadiens, the 18th seed in this playoffs, makes the finals, defeating the Vegas Golden Knights. They'll take on the defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, who obviously is my favorite. I think they have the wherewithal to do it again. I know you didn't want that Canadian team in there. They snuck in their tough guy. They did beat a very tough Las Vegas team. So give me your point of view on Montreal getting in and how you think this finals is going to shake out. Well, you know, it's funny because I, I, I said it from the beginning that Montreal was going. And as much as I hated the stupid Canadians, because, you know, we're dirty Americans. We shouldn't even be there. You know, they put, in, they, they put this bubble around Canada that it was only the Canadian teams. So... If, if the funny thing is, if it was a regular division, Montreal doesn't even make the playoffs, you know, and, and, and again, the NHL playoffs is something different than any other sport because you get hot at the right time. I mean, that whole team just sucked all season. You know, they went through a coach. They had a firing of a coach uh, back in February. Uh, the other coach came in and I guess, you know, being in the bubble and having limited teams in Canada, uh, they were able to get in, and, and they, they played some good teams. They played Toronto, which Toronto was favored to, to, to win. They wound up beating Toronto. And just recently, they go going through Vegas, which, I, you know, no one wanted to no, – no one said uh, Vegas was going to lose this series. Everyone said Vegas was going to win. But they came through. I mean, they, they got hot at the right time, and, you know, you get a goalie that's hot at the right exact time, you're going to win it all. So it don't make a difference what you do during that regular season. You get into the playoffs, you know, unlike basketball, unlike football – you can come in as an eighth seed and you can win the whole thing. And this is exactly what it is because now, and you know, and it's still upsetting because now that you're coming in at this point, you know, that the stupid Canadians are not letting anybody in, you know, you're going to have a limited amount of people, you know, it's a shame because this is, this is a Stanley cup. It's not who they wanted to see, but you know, I still said that Montreal was going to win it because Carey Price is he's on money. He's, he's on fire. So how can you, you know, but, you know, Tampa's good, you know, and, and, and I have to say this. I got to say this. I love the fact that Tampa came in and won game seven and just <laughs> killed every Islander fan out there. I fucking hate the Islanders. 
I hate him. I'm a Rangers fan. So, you know, you know, he everyone would say, oh, well, I'm from the city. I want New York to do well. Fuck that. I didn't want the Islanders to go nowhere. And it made me so happy. To game seven, you heard everyone on the radio, oh, Stanley Cup's going to be Monday. No, it's not. Not for you guys. Maybe for Tampa. Not for you guys. It got the rug got pulled right out from under him. Oh, it was beautiful. Beautiful. I loved it. I watched that game in one. It could have been 29 to zip. I didn't care. They lost. And that's all that matters. Absolutely. Uh, game five, eight, nothing Tampa. We knew it was over. I thought it was going to be over with game six. It didn't go that way, but Tampa on a shorthanded goal, one, nothing broke the Islanders hearts. So very, very happy about that game one. Uh, as we're taping this podcast is tomorrow night, Monday, got a little bit of breaking news for you. Tough guy, Montreal Canadian forward, Joe Armia is back in the COVID-19 protocol. He will, it says right now that he will not play in game one tomorrow night and we'll see how the testing goes. So we're supposed to be the dirty Americans, but here it is a Montreal Canadiens player test positive for COVID-19 going into the Stanley Cup finals. So this thing is uh, changing constantly. Well, you know, it's funny because actually uh, Luke Richardson right now is coaching the team because their main uh, coach, uh, Dominique Duquesne, um, he got COVID. He's been out for 14, ga- 14 days. Now, you know, sports is a little superstitious. He, Luke came in, in in the Vegas series. They won the Vegas series. His record is three and one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm really too crazy about this guy stepping back in and coaching his team when I've just won against Vegas. Now, I don't know if anyone really knows about Luke Richardson. It's, he, he's hell of a guy. He's been in the league for 21, 21 seasons. Wow. I can't even imagine that. 21 seasons, but... You know, uh, I think back in 2017, um, he had a 14-year-old daughter uh, who committed suicide. And um, sad, yeah, sad yeah, it, this, the story was like, it, it's sad, but you know, he was, you know, he had a, he, he's just a strong person. You know, he had a lot of family backing him up. The players, he, everybody was out there for him. And, you know, I'm a little, you know, a little lenient towards that side with him there, you know, knowing that he's gone through that. But uh, he's... Um, He's the coach. He's coaching the team. So at this point, if you pull him out and they lose now, you know, you're superstitious. You say to yourself, wait a second. They just beat Vegas. Who's who was favored to win the whole thing. At this point, I think maybe you keep him there. You know, listen, let the coach coach from from behind the scenes. But, you know, you start changing things up. And then if they lose now, you know, that's the curse. You know, you got to stay with what you have. And if that's the case, you got to keep Luke in there. Keep him as the coach. But he's going to be back Monday. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure he's back if, if the protocols and it's funny that you say that it's, it's ironic, you know, we're dirty Americans, but you got 70,000 people in the stands. Um, there's no issues whatsoever with COVID with any of the players. No one's caught anything. No one's everyone's been vaccinated. I would imagine um, no issues, but now you have two people. You have the head coach and now you have the defensemen that have COVID and, and mind you in, in, in stadiums that have no fans. So, you know, again, it's, it's not the area, it's the people, you know? That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I think you're spot on. You don't want to mess up that chemistry. I'm going to tell you what the two series on the, the two keys are going to be on this Montreal side of the board. One, if Carey Price continues to obviously be his brilliant self, 
this thing could very well go seven games. I mean, this guy has, I don't know if he's sipping from the fountain of youth or what's going on, but this guy is an absolute stone brick wall and hats off to Carey Price. I thought he was done, uh, you know, before the playoffs were done. You know, we hadn't seen the Canadian teams this year. I'm like, he's still in the league. Oh, he's yeah. still in the league, as we say, in a big way, honey. And he's uh, definitely uh, getting these uh, shutouts, blocking these shots and getting it done. The other key is Cole Caulfield, 20 years old. They scratched this guy early in the playoffs. I'm like, why are you scratching this guy? This guy came in after he was scratched for two games, two shots, two goals. So if Caulfield can get off to an early hot start in those two games in Tampa, Montreal has a puncher's chance. Uh, but if he uh, goes cold and uh, the t- coach comes back and doesn't play this guy and Caulfield does not play well, this will not, uh, this will not fare well for the uh, Montreal Canadiens and Tampa Bay will be hosting their second straight uh, Stanley cup. And I've been on, I've been on Cole Colford for a while now. You, you yeah. I, I said it a couple of weeks ago, this kid is just, you know, he's, he's amazing, you know, Absolutely. and then you have another guy Suzuki out there. I mean, these guys are just good. And I I've, I've been with them and unfortunate because they are a Canadian team. I'm just so dead against them because of what everything they're doing, you know, but at this point, there's nothing you can do. You knew Canada was going to have a, a one team in there. It was just, it was just destined to it. That's why I kind of figured and Carey Price again, you know, he just he he caught on fire at just the, at, at the right moment. You know, he it, listen, he'll he'll play great in the next season. He'll come and he'll suck again. You'll never even know he's in the he's in the league. Yeah. But they fell into the right situation, and it was it just it was a matter of time before one of the NHL Canadian teams was going to get in because all the teams in the divisions because of the pandemic, they pretty much everyone played each other. So it it, it was very difficult really to 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 adjust to. to to the, the, the level of skill with, with, with one division playing everyone, each other. And then the Canadians have their own Canadian teams, but listen, they beat a good Toronto team. They beat a good Vegas team. So at this point that you, you listen, it is what it is. You can't, you can't even deny what they have. They got a good team, you know, Absolutely. and it, they're slow, methodical, but listen, if it's enough to keep down Tampa, now Tampa is no joke. Yeah. Tampa will come at you at every angle and they everyone. still got a good goal, goal to play them too. So it's not even about that, but they can score goals. It, yeah. it will be a very good game, a series. You know, it's, and and I, I see this as, you know, just, again, you know, we've said this over and over again, and I'm going to repeat myself. If you don't watch hockey, this is the time to watch. You watch playoff hockey. Now it's the Stanley Cup. You're seeing the best of the best. Because at this point, Montreal, as much as they sucked and no one wanted to see them there, they are the best team in there. And you're still going to get good games. I guarantee yeah. it. Absolutely. A couple of quick notes before we move on, tough guy. One, I know we're not Islanders fans, but I got to give it up to who I saw was the best skater in the game today in the NHL, Matthew Barzal, number 13 for the New York Islanders. Listen, he could go one on five playing keep away from these guys and would not give up the puck. So smooth, going circling around the net, waiting behind in the trapezoid, doing his thing. It was like an and one mixtape, like hot sauce and the professor, but he was on skates with the puck and the stick and just handling it like a magician. So that's uh, one thing. The other thing, uh, the Vesna Trophy will be announced probably sometime during the Stanley Cup Finals. We got four finalists, I think, and we'll see how this goes. So from four to one with the lowest uh, goals against average, Marc-Andre Fleury, who bowed out, uh, unfortunately, with the Vegas Golden Knights, 2.04 goals against average. Carey Price, third, 2.02 goals against average. Andre Vesilevsky, who's going on to the finals, 
1.99 goals against average. That means that if you can score me two goals and I'm in net and I'm Vasilevsky, you can get me a win. And then Jack Campbell from Toronto, who unfortunately uh, Toronto bowed out uh, very, very early, but he has a 1.81 goals against average. So you're saying probably Price. I'm saying Vasilevsky. Uh, I'm thinking whoever might take an early lead if the uh, voting goes uh, during the finals, that's the person that's going to get uh, that Vesna trophy. And the Vesna trophy goes to the best goaltender in the National Hockey League. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, this is our time of the year. It's like the final four hockey games, potentially, potentially the last seven. But you're going to get these guys everything they got. The best two teams are there. Well, maybe Vegas, but Montreal beat Vegas with a high goaltender. So we got to uh, see what happens with this. And we're definitely going to be watching that game one coming up as we tape in this on Monday night. You want to swing in and talk about a little bit of basketball, my friend? Yeah, why not? Why not? All right. So funny thing happened to uh, on the way to the finals. So uh, Brooklyn, Philly, right? That's going to be uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, yeah, wrong, yeah, wrong. Yeah. Atlanta and Milwaukee. Um, that series is tied 1-1, and Milwaukee is on uh, on Sunday night as we're um, uh, taping this podcast right now. And then a funny thing happened with the Utah Jazz winning the Western Conference Finals. This is now the L.A. Clippers and the Phoenix Suns, and the Suns are up 3-1. You want to go Eastern Conference first or Western Conference Let's first? Let's go Eastern Conference. Before we even hit the Eastern Conference, and, and I tell you, I, 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 I was heartbroken. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that didn't like the Nets, a lot of people just hated him because they were the bad guys. But you know what? You To see those three together was what you wanted to see. Unfortunately, you couldn't. One guy gets hurt. You know, Irving gets hurt. His ankle, you know, we, we, it was a serious injury. Harden's playing on a half a hamstring. I mean, to see Harden out there playing, just, just the heart alone was just, you know, it, it was inspiring to see. And then see Durant, game five. I tell you, we've watched a lot of basketball. And... That one game on game five where Durant scored the 50 points. Let me tell you something. You, I can throw you numbers and stats and everything else. But again, and this is what we talk about. The whole purpose, reason why we wanted to be even doing this show is because, you know what? Everybody tells you numbers. Numbers this, the stats this, does that. But you know what? It comes down to the visual. To watch Durant play that game. And it's a shame because now that they got knocked out, no one's ever going to remember that game. But I watched that game five, and let me tell you something. I watched a man who said, I'm not losing this game. He went out there, and he played his ass off. It was really just some good basketball. You had a lot of haters saying, oh, well, Durant, listen, this guy gave everything. He came back from an Achilles tear a year ago. Yes, the whole situation with the Nets was a little messed up. You know, Irving came in, and then... You know, Harden decided to gain 200 pounds, you know, over the weekend. And then all of a sudden he wanted it, you know, he wanted out of Houston. <laughs> you have the three guys there. And it was just, you know, it's a shame because we were not going to, we didn't see it, you know, a, a game sevens. And then on top of that, two game sevens lost at home. I, I haven't even touched the 76s yet. And I'm not even going to get into that. But the Nets, and you know, it's funny. And I think, I think, uh, Brother Numski, we talked about this. Kevin Durant wears a size 18, okay? He wears a size 18 during the games. Yes, because he says it feels more comfortable. Yes, but he regularly is a size 17. That is so, correct. it's just funny, and I guess karma, I guess just everything that went on, if he was wearing his size 17s, we will be talking right now about Atlanta and the Nets instead of Milwaukee and the Nets. 
Now that two, that two tied the game. If he was wearing a smaller shoe, the three would have won the game easily. And then that, and you know, once it went into overtime, he was tired. He, he, he you could see he would. These guys played a lot of minutes. I, I forgot the numbers. It was he played like fifty-two minutes. Yeah. Harden played like fifty-one. I mean, one it was, leg. It, uh, yeah. So it, it was on them. And you know, I, I, I know a lot of people say. I mean, Joe Harris would have hit a few shot threes. You know, they could have won it. Jeff Green was just coming off an injury. He gave you a lot. That first game he came back, tired. You know, it it, it, it didn't melt well at the end, but I, I'm upset. I wanted to see them. I wanted to see them go all the way. Because if they would have got by Atlanta, I mean, I'm sorry. If they would have got by Milwaukee, Irving's back. And against Atlanta, I don't think Atlanta had a shot. Now, I want to see Atlanta win. I don't, I don't want to see Milwaukee win. I just, you know... They got a good team. I, I don't like the whole that whole half-court offense they have. They uh, have no number two. Chris Middleton's a great guy. He's a great story. Came from the G League now, got a contract. He's in with the Bucks. He's good. He's an all-star. Oh, no, there's no question. He's no question. But, but, but getting you to the finals and winning the finals of that guy, you cannot do it. You can barely do it with Giannis. Well, Mr. 15 you, seconds. Well, you know what it is? Giannis, to me, is just not that superstar. He's a star. He's not a superstar. So, you know, when the game comes down the line and, and, and the, we're going to hit on the 76ers because it's the same problem. He can't hit free throws. And I don't understand how you're the number one guy. You can't hit free throws. I mean, first of all, he, he can score in the paint against anybody. Why are you taking shots? Why are you taking threes? I just don't get it. His jump shot is horrible. And then if you follow him, you, you get, might as well go get something to drink because it's going to take him 20 seconds to shoot a free throw. He's I mean, it's afraid ridiculous. to go into the paint. Point blank, bottom line, unless it's like an alley-oop or a dunk, he's not taking the ball, putting it on the floor, and driving the lane. I would take Luca over Giannis eight days a week. Yeah. Luca takes threes, but he makes threes, and he can drive it to the basket. He can give you what you want. Luca is the second coming of Dirk Nowitzki. Same team. Giannis is not that guy, and he got a max contract because he was loyal to the Bucks. But he's not that guy. He's Euro nice. He's nice, nice. He's Eastern Conference nice. But he's not, I can win the finals with that dude nice. And Budenholzer, the coach for Milwaukee, is on his way out of town. I don't care how yeah. this goes. I think even if they win the finals at Budenholzer, they showed him the door. Because this guy, he can't make adjustments. We talk yeah. about in football all the time, right? You got to make adjustments. If something, you can go in with a game plan. And it, what did Mike Tyson say? Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. Mm -hmm. And everybody gets punched in the face. The X's and O's in football move. Same thing in basketball. If you don't make adjustments, plug in your guys, put your high guys in and make some adjustments, you're bound to lose. I don't think Coach Bud can do that. I don't think that this is going to end well for him. And Atlanta is giving uh, Milwaukee all sorts of trouble. Milwaukee should have never taken that first game. Bucks came back to life, but over seven, I just don't know. Trey is hot. Trey is hot. Yeah, I, I, and, and um, listen, we're going to go back to the same thing. Uh, Atlanta sucked, and they brought in McMillan. And he changed that team around. And at this point, he's doing a, a fantastic job. I mean, Trey, I, I, again, he, he's unstoppable. They got no one really there. But the problem with Trey is, and I got a big issue with Trey, is because he's a little too small on defense. So, you know, as, as you go along in the playoffs, you're playing the better teams. And right now, I, like, I really would like to see him beat Milwaukee because I, I would love to see a Milwaukee and Phoenix uh, 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 finals. I would think that would be the best. I I, I don't want to see Janoris in, in the finals. I just, I like Middleton. I really do. I, you know, Holiday is good too, but they're not, they're not a big three. 
You know, nowadays yeah. everyone's got a big three, yeah. and 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 Giannis is not that big one. He's not. He he would be part of a three, but he's just not that one. But in you know, unfortunately, because we're sitting here right now, the Nets are gone, Philly's gone, so one and two is gone. So this is what you got left. And I, again, I really would like to see Atlanta take it. It's going to be tough, but there's no reason why Atlanta can't do it. They're, they're on fire. I'm Nate McMillan, he, he does his adjustments, and this is why they won game one. Game two, they got blown out, and listen, they were playing at home. For them just to take one out of the two was good enough. Now they're playing at home tonight, and th- there should not be an issue tonight. I, I really like to see Atlanta win. I think Atlanta will take it. I, I'm going to say seven just to make the series go longer, but – you know, it, it's it's a shame because then uh, realistically, you would have had a 76ers Milwaukee right now. And that's right. another issue that 76ers have. Right. Ben Simmons got to go. He's gone. He has to go. I've never seen a guy making $100 million. $100 million. Yes, I have to repeat that again. And he can't make a free throw, let alone make a shot. His confidence is gone. I don't know who gave him that contract. Whoever gave him that contract, that guy should be gone. There's no way in hell he's going back to Philly. No way. And who are you going to trade for him? Who's going to trade for him? Who wants this guy? And we, we both said, said it. We, we both said, said it. Sac- one, he's two, going to Sacramento. Sacramento Kings. Sacramento yep. Kings. He yeah. can't play. He can't play in Philly. And you killed your whole team. You know, and there's another big knock on Doc. Doc Rivers is, 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 is a player's coach. And a lot of knock on him was, you know, he really didn't want to get into his guys or whatever. Listen, this is the finals. And he's had the same problem every time. He had it with the, the Clippers, and now he's having it with the 76ers. But at this point, Simmons has got to go. There's no – I, I said it from the beginning. You can't even keep him in the game at the end of the game. He's not going to make a shot. We talk about five-tool players in baseball, right? That's like you trying to be an all-star or World Series champion <laughs> and you don't have one of these tools. You're a construction guy. That's like you got five tools in your tool belt and you can't use one because it's, you know, rusty or broken or something like that. Imagine you trying to go to work and you don't have a hammer. Or like if I'm trying to write a press release or doing some communications and I don't have a keyboard or something like that. That's crazy. Doc Rivers, in clinching scenarios, I'm not saying like a winner go home scenario, but all games that he's coached to clinch a series after he left Boston, 0 for 29, 0 for 29. So that is a problem. And last year, I thought the Clippers' problem was the Clippers. I thought uh, the bubble was a different scenario. I get that. I was just like, well, maybe it was Kawhi, maybe it was PG, you know, da-da-da-da-da. They didn't make any adjustments. They're up 3-1. That's a Doc Rivers problem. Yeah. Doc Rivers, 100%, 100% Doc Rivers round. 100%. Doc Rivers So we'll see what happens. Um, I saw a thing saying that Kyrie should be traded for Ben Simmons. Nobody wants Ben Simmons. Put him in the Western Conference. Excuse me, tough guy. Get him out of there and let's be done with this. So we ain't got to talk about that guy on East Coast time no more. Not. Well, I don't understand how you don't make free throws and you don't shoot threes in a three league. This is a three league now. It's a three lead. Listen, you can get anyone to kit to bring that ball up the court. And, and, and he got, listen, uh, and B threw him under the bus. Doc threw him under the bus. I mean, but you know what? It, they, this is not something that just happened. You right. see, you know, everyone's, oh my gosh, I can't. No, we saw this all season long. Yes. You know, it's the same thing. You had a great, you know, and, and this is a, a big problem with just, just sports in general. The regular season is fun to watch. You go to the games, you see them, but it's not a real indicative of what happens in the playoffs. The playoffs is just the better teams coming together. And they, they, they their whole scheme is when you go into these games in any sport, take on the mismatches. And some teams have bigger mismatches than others. 
Philly has a huge mismatch because now you're actually playing five on four basketball. It's not five on five when it's on defense because they, he plays defense. But Correct. when it comes to offense, he's nowhere to be found. You give him the ball, he's going to pass it. There's no way he's taking that shot. And if he does take the shot, he got the ugliest shot you've ever seen. So his confidence is blown. He, he's got all kinds of issues. Listen, I could care less. Get rid of him. You were never winning a championship. And this is what made those, those numbers go down for him, for the whole Philly, because of Simmons. If you're going to keep him in there, then you're going to have to deal with it. So you know what? Don't throw him under the bus because he's been there all season. It's not like he just came back. You knew what you had. So there you go. His ugly shot makes Sean Marion's shot looks like Ooh. Steph Curry. That's how yeah. ugly the shot is. And then listen, I'm going to go out here and say this. Trey Young, to me, at 6-1, is better than Ben Simmons. Totally different positions. Offense, defense, I get it. But you want to know what? Lil Trey will put up the shots. He not, he, he's not Curry. He's not making them at a 34, 40% clip, but he'll shoot them. And he's, he's ice Trey. Ice Trey. Ice Trey. He has no fear. That's what it None. comes down to. When you play any sports, you can't have fear. You miss None. a couple shots, you got to keep putting the shots up. You can't. Keep Listen, going. you know what? It comes also down to your confidence. You know, we all different. Yes. We all play, you all play or the different, we all do different things. And I understand certain people are able to do certain things. But if you know this man can't handle this, then don't put him in the game. Take him out. If you're going to lose, lose with someone who's going to take shots. You already know that come offense time against the better teams. There's, listen, if they didn't lose to Atlanta, they were going to lose to the Nets. They were going to lose to Milwaukee. They were going to lose to anybody. They got Why by the first they- round only because they, listen, because they were just better, talented. But the, after that, they was not winning anything. Wide open layups and jumpers, and he would not take them. He was nope. passing. He's passing. He's pa- He's not. He's not going to shoot the shot. And if he does shoot the shot, most majority of times he's going to miss. Or if you have to, you just keep fouling him. Look, look what Atlanta did. They just kept fouling Simmons. He couldn't make the shots. And then, then, then you foul Embiid, and he misses the shot. So don't. So Embiid can't be talking about Simmons either, because you know what? All this about the see, and this is another thing. MVP every year, or MVP, MVP. They should wait to the end of the season to do yes. the MVP. And well, at I least mean, the end finals. Of season, exactly. Yeah. The most valuable player that still left after everything else. That's your MVP. Yes. Because now we're going to go into that. Now we could be talking about Phoenix because yes. Phoenix is still in the game. They yes. okay. Granted, the Lakers got knocked out. That's fine. You have, and, and, and this is what I have against the Clippers. Clippers is what's wrong with basketball. You do all this load management. You sit them to the side. Don't have them play. You did all that. And what happens? The guy still didn't play. So now you have Kawhi out. And let me tell you, Kawhi makes that team a different team. This, this, wasn't, this wouldn't even be a series if Kawhi is playing. But now they're not coming back to zip. They're not. This, this is, they did it against Utah. They did it against um um what was the other team? What was the other team? Uh, Noomski. Uh, they uh, did it against Denver. Yes. Okay. This clip. This this Phoenix Suns team is a better team. They have real good players. You have all stars. You have guys that are not afraid to play. They're not coming back. It's three to one now, and I don't care. And again, I, everyone says, "Oh yeah." Um, um, the coach, the coach, uh, um, Ty Lue. Ty Lue. Oh, he's great on adjustments. He's the Bill Belichick of basketball. Kiss my ass. Some coaches get to these, these, these points because there's so much talent on the team. They don't really have to coach. Okay. All this, you don't really have to coach. You got a team on there that is just so good. And then you can put a really good coach onto it, you know? So that makes that, that makes a whole team just, just, just a better team. 
Kawhi's not in there. You sat Kawhi the last uh, game of the season. Uh, he plays sparingly. Yes, granted, he won in Toronto. He's a champion. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong. But let's not even get back to it because you know what? There was a reason why he left San Antonio. There was a reason. Popovich, I think, is one of the best coaches that has coached the game. Couldn't take him no more because he wants to play. He don't want to play. The only difference between him and Irving is Irving talks. He doesn't. He just doesn't play. Yeah. And you know what? A guy that doesn't want to play and wants to sit out and let his team go down and fire, you know what? To me, I, that's nobody to me. He's a great talent. He won Toronto, and I'm glad he won Toronto. Fuck Canada. But as far as it, it, it here, no. Listen, he, he's hurt again. He's, oh, and the Clippers are, nah, I don't want to see the Clippers. Phoenix, I want to see Phoenix and Atlanta. Phoenix is going to take that series in five games. And I told you this. Didn't I tell you this, Budnowski? And you said, no, no, no. They, they're going to come back from two zip. Yeah, they're coming back from two zip from fucking playing bowling. And then coming back from the Phoenix Suns. I can tell you that now. Let me play devil's advocate. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we this, go. This series should have been 2-1. It took a tremendous valley oop from DeAndre Ayton for the Suns to win that game. The Clippers should have won that game. We're going to put that to the side. Okay, because a win's a win, my friend. How you win it, a win is still a win. Now, my basketball mind says the Suns should go to the finals, no problem. But here's my my other how shit can go wrong mind. Uh Uh Uh-oh. The Los Angeles Clippers used to be at one time the Buffalo Braves, my hometown, okay. a, a city where we spent a lot of time. And, and you remember Job from the Bible? We had pestilence and blood and his crops died and all that stuff. Chris Paul is basketball Job, okay? So everything looks good and then his ankle. And then everything's good and then he's on the COVID protocol, even though he had the vaccine. Until they raised that Western Conference trophy the Clippers still got a chance. So that means tonight, the night after that, and the night after, even if it goes to game seven, my friend, something always happens with Chris Paul. It's so, you know, like somebody at the job or somebody, it's always something with this guy. It's always something with this guy. So the Clippers, uh, the Suns better take care of business tonight because I'm not saying Kawhi's coming back. He's not. Like he's, I don't even know why he wasn't on the bench. He's in the luxury box uh, at the game there for uh, a game or whatever it was. I'm just like, what's up with this guy? But we'll see what happens. I'm just saying it's always something with Chris Paul. And until this thing is over, eh, funny things happen. Listen, this guy should have been a Laker a long time ago, long, 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 long time ago. And they voided it, the trade from New Orleans to the Lakers. So it's been a, a hard road back. He is that guy. But, you know, we, we, we'll, we'll see how this goes. But, uh, you know, the next time we're on here, We'll be uh, we'll have a Stanley Cup final finalist, and or, uh, we'll have a Stanley Cup champion, and then we'll also have um, you know we'll be talking about the, the finals as far as the uh, NBA is concerned. Now look, we're about to transfer uh, and uh, you know uh, transition into some basketball, or to, excuse me, into some uh, baseball. Now I have to ask you, sir, did you drink from the orange pot today? Because we're not no. gonna, we can't tolerate one of those raids. And people were calling like, "Why is this guy screaming?" I was like, "You know this guy. He's very upset. Very upset." Okay, so what I did was I I, I didn't drink from the orange pot, but I okay. did drink. I, I I did at this point I can't be upset anymore. I can't. I I I have a team that's just they're not good. They're just not. Listen, you know what? Everyone can call up and they can say, well, you know, this and that. They're not good. They're not. 
So why am I going to get myself all uh, uh, beat up for? I'm not going to get upset. I can still drink my regular caffeinated coffee. Okay. I'm fine. I'm good. So we can go into baseball with no problem. But I will tell you who needs some more caffeine is the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh-oh, First quarter, cool. it's 20 to 8 uh, Atlanta. And they are literally just running all over them. So, Ice um, tray. Yes. Ice tray. Yes. And, I, and I'm telling you, I, I like the swag in Atlanta. And that's one thing that I do like with Phoenix, too. They both have swag. You know, and it's just like Milwaukee just does it. I guess maybe because it's in Milwaukee, you yeah. know, and really what's really in Milwaukee, you know, yeah. I just think Atlanta just, I, I, I think they're just a, a more fun team to watch. And with Phoenix on there, I think, I, you know what? I know, I know the NBA didn't want to see Phoenix and, and Atlanta. I think that wasn't on their list of, of teams. But as far as basketball is concerned, I think if you put Atlanta and Phoenix in a seven-game series, I think you're going to see some really good basketball. That's gonna be real I good think it's some really good matchups. I think some good coaching. Um, uh, the coach from um, Phoenix, um, uh, Montgomery, nah, uh, uh, for the Suns, Suns, um, Montgomery. No, no. Oh, damn, Brodnuski. I can't believe I can't remember his name. And it always comes down to this. Um, um, not not Tyron Lue. That's that's Clippers. Monty uh, Williams. Monty Williams. Monty. You know now Monty, Monty. Williams. You know, like I, you know, I, I know he didn't win Coach of the Year, and I, I and I and I I. I Glad that the coach of the year went with the Knicks. Yeah. I think Monty Williams is a hell of a coach. I think if you watch the, any of the games, he, his adjustments are great. I think they play hard for him. I, I think it would be a great matchup to see Williams against McMillan on the matchups they have going on for each other. I, 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 I just really would like to see that. I, I just don't think – I think Milwaukee is, is a little bit more talented. I just don't think they have the fire. Yeah, I think yeah. Atlanta has has the fire to just take it. I mean, they're just you know when you're not when you're not favored to win anything, and they throw you in there and you become hungry, you just want it all. And I don't think Milwaukee has that. You know, they play good at home, but I think if 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 if, if Atlanta could take these next two games, I think the series is over. Absolutely. If they take game tonight, it's just it, it it'll just be depressing for Milwaukee. Maybe they'll just say, "Listen, we don't even want to play. Let's just start making a a, a, a plans for our vacation for next season." And that's Absolutely. It. Absolutely. All right. So let's uh, talk a little bit of baseball. We're talking about Stanley Cup finalists. We're talking about NBA finalists. Let's talk about the finalists. We'll go down the list uh, on the um, uh, MLB All-Star Game finalists. So they get uh, the guys first. They get the most votes. They um, break them down into categories. And then they have this phase two voting. That starts uh, as of we're taping this podcast tomorrow. And then they'll get the final guys going. Now, you know, guys will be in. They'll be out. Um, some guys will go on vacation. There'll be substitutions. But let's go through these uh, positions first with the, oh, the before AL. Before we do that, my friend, I just want to throw a, a nice big shout out, you know, because we had a to, – to Hector Santiago from the Seattle Seahawks – Seattle Seahawks, from the <laughs> Seattle Mariners. He was the first pitcher to get caught, to get ejected today in the fifth inning against the White Sox. And his face was priceless because he was just like, oh, I don't know. What, what do you mean? Something's in my glove? His face was like, you got me. And then, you know, he just like, looking like, what? Then they go ahead and this was, this was very rickety. They put it like in like a shop and stop bag. Like if you get it, the check. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just store. so, it was so bootleg, you know, this is supposed to be major league baseball MLB. And the way they did it, it was just like, and the guy gets caught and he, you know, like he was like, ah, damn, I got caught. How did they catch me? Of course. And everyone knows about this. So if everyone knows about this, how can you still be able to get caught? I just, I don't know. I guess some guys need to do it. And then everyone's being checked. So it's not like it, they're randomly doing it. They're checking everybody. 
Now, were they saying that like the holes in his gloves were like a way that he could like put like an indentation or a mark in the ball so he'd be able to get a little bit of grip? Or what was going on? With, they said something about his glove was irregular. Yeah, and they were checking his glove, and he—he, he, I mean, you saw his face. I mean, he—he, he, it looked like he knew he got caught. There was like, even even if there was nothing on the glove, if you saw his face, he's like, yeah, we got something on him. Let's just take his glove. Because he just sat there and he just looked and he's smiling and he, he didn't argue, he didn't fight, he didn't pull his pants down because everyone's doing that. Everyone doesn't even want to be checked. But he he said, okay, he's the glove. And he just smiled and he walked away. So now he's gone for 10 days, you know? So this is the first one. So maybe other guys will, uh, you know, think twice about doing it. I think that they should do it during the All-Star game. They're going to be checking for guys during the All-Star game. Listen, uh, I fly quite a bit, and I've seen people that uh, go through the TSA line get checked less than these Major League Baseball pitchers, taking off the hat, looking in the inside of my belt. Uh, this one guy took down his pants. I mean, this is just ridiculous. So we'll see what happens. And then they said uh, the Nationals, they wanted to check uh, Philly. They wanted to check uh, 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 Scherzer, and um, he had nothing on him. He was pretty upset. National swept the Phillies, by the way, number 34, ha, 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 again. And um, then they said they wanted them to uh, check Bryce Harper's hair for, uh, you know, residue or sticky tack or pine tar or whatever that guy puts in his hair. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's uh, pop into these uh, all-star ballots. Okay, so in the American League catcher, we got um, Salvador Perez from the Kansas City um, Royals. Uh, some of these people I don't even know, to be perfectly honest with you. Martin Maldonado with the uh, Houston trash can bangers. And then uh, Yasmani uh, Grandal from the White Sox. Any, anything uh, strike your fancy there? Well, I, I got to say, Houston has six guys already uh, on, on, uh, on the ballot for the All-Star. Um, yeah. You know, they, it's, they are it's, winning. It's, they did have a 10 game winning streak, but they're still a trash can bangers, you know? Yeah. I'm, you know, and it's, it's, it's such a shame. I mean, there's, this there's, there's so much just corrupt in baseball, you know, and it's a shame that we have to go through this, you know, every time, but you know, it is what it is, you know, and, and you, you, you can't do nothing about it. If they're not, if they're not going to change, you know, and now we're going about this all wrong. You, in the middle of the season, you decide you want to, you want to take care of this, this whole thing with, but the, the, the spider goop and all that crap, you know, that they have, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, what is baseball going to learn? I mean, you don't do anything for the fans. You know, you, you, you're, you're still in the stone age with some of the stuff. You know, there's some rules you need to change. You're trying to get some, you know, younger viewers to come into play. And, you know, then now you go ahead and you're doing this. So now batting averages have gone up because guys are not using the, 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 the spider tap, whatever the hell that is. Yep. You know, and you see some pitches that just really can't pitch now. You know, yeah, so you're, you're yeah. seeing an extreme, you know, I mean, they actually checked the Grom, the Grom, the Grom's numbers never changed. His spin no. rate has not changed. So he's not using it. We know that because yeah. he's blowing his arm out almost every game. Yeah. You know that yeah. for a fact. Yeah. Cole didn't have any problems with it. He was okay today. He got knocked up a little bit, but I do tell you who see, does is completely different. And of course is my Yankees and it's uh -oh. my closer. Uh -oh. he, he has, he, he, he has, he's blown a couple saves and, you know, now you got a question is, is it, and he's throwing 103 miles an hour, yeah. you know, and, and I can understand. And who was it? It was from the Mets. Um, he said that, you know, he was, he doesn't have a problem with it because the last thing he wants to do is get hit with 103 miles an hour because the guy can't control the pitch. Yeah. So yeah. I, I understand it, but you know, they, 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 everyone takes it to an extreme. And again, it's not illegal because it's not in the rule book. It was like the steroid era. They right. never said you can't use steroids. So people were using steroids. 
So unless baseball comes out and they give you fine guidelines of what you can and cannot use, I mean, they're using this from the, from the lower leagues all the way up to the major leagues. So how are you going to say all of a sudden now, let's just change it in midstream? Listen, these things should be set at the beginning of the season, and that's it. Now you understand why there's so many no-hitters at this season, you know, because if this is what they're doing, then, you know, it, it's, you know, it, it's just, it's baseball as usual. You know, they, they, they shit on the fans. You know, they think they, their product is better than anybody else's, and it's really not. You know, and it's, and it's luckily that we're coming off of the pandemic that people want to go to the games. Yes. You know, because if not, if that's not the case, no one's going to go to these games, you know, and especially like with my team, if my team's attendance comes down, maybe they'll do something because that's the best way to affect any team in any sport. You just don't go to the games. Now, if you, they don't have the ticket prices and no one's going to the games, they have to make changes. So that's the easiest way to go about doing these things. So, you know, hopefully baseball can, you know, can, they, they can pick these things up. Gotcha. All right, I'm going to run down the rest of these positions. I'll name the three finalists, and then uh, you tell me who you'd vote for. Uh, first base, Guerrero Jr., Vladdy Jr., uh, Yuri Gurriel, or Jose Abreu from uh, Chicago White Sox? Yeah, that's no, that's, there's, there's no question <laughs> of that one. That's uh, Vladdy Jr. This guy's a monster. He really Freshman. is. And he's, he's leaving the league in home runs, too. 25. If I'm not mistaken, 25, 26 or 25? 20, 26. I think he hit one today. So he's Okay, crushing. 26. Yes, 26. On so the there's, there's no question. He's he first base, all-star right there. Absolutely. See there, uh, Canada, you brought your team down for the second season, and Vladdy's crushing it in the ballpark down there. Good job. You could learn something from that Montreal Canadiens. You might want to have your Stanley Cup finals games in Buffalo. I'm just Yeah, saying. you know what? And that, would, that wouldn't be bad because at least people will go and see it. So it's, it's a shame. And this is this is why, you know, and it's, it's a shame that Toronto and uh, the, the Raptors and the Blue Jays, they got to play outside of Canada. Listen, if that's the case, why even put them in there? Exactly. You know what? Pull them out of Canada. Don't have more teams in Canada. Exactly. I mean, there's no reason why these guys can't play in their own cities. Buffalo would uh, be uh, well that we would take them uh, in a heartbeat. Uh, second base, uh, Marcus Simeon from the Blue Jays. Jose Altuve, the short guy from the Houston Trash Can Bangers, and your boy, DJ LeMayhew. He made the final second base for the AL. You know, my heart's going to say LeMayhew, <laughs> but my mind's saying Simeon. Listen, uh, uh, LeMayhew struggled too this year. I mean, the, the whole team has struggled, uh, but LeMayhew has struggled along with the rest of the team. Um, he plays good. It's just that, they, you know, they're off. There's something about the teams that's just off. Yeah. So I, as much as I want to say LeMahieu, and he is, he is, he's, he is coming back. They, they are playing a little bit better, even though they just got swept. But they, it, it can't. I can't. I can't put him in there. I got. Simeon has to go in there. That, that he, yeah. he's, he's taking that. He's taking that from Toronto. Yeah, yeah. I say that uh, fans rally around. It is fan voting. LeMahieu gets in, but we'll see how this uh, goes. So. Well, you know what? The, the funny thing uh, there, Bam Bam, LeMahieu might just get it because they know his name more than the other guy. Absolutely. You know, that's that's what it comes down to. Sometimes it becomes popularity. And uh, Jose, uh, uh, th- that him, uh, fuck him. I don't even want him on the. I don't even want him on the field. <laughs> Third base, uh, Rafael uh, Devers from the hated Boston Red Sox on your end. Alex Bregman, he also plays for the Houston Trash Can Bangers, and then Juan Mancada from the White Sox. Oh, well, I'm gonna tell you something. Devers hit a hit, hit a home run today. I think it's still it's still up there. Man, he cracked one ball. Wow. I, I have to watch. One. Yeah, you saw that watch one, right? Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. listen, you know what? I, I, I can't hate on him. Put him in there. He's he's the third baseman. Because that other guy from, from Houston, fuck him too. I don't even That's want him there. So, you know, and, and, and um, 
And and the third baseman from the, the White Sox, he's I seen him play. He's he's yeah. not bad. He he actually is he's very good. I shouldn't say I yeah. shouldn't say he's not bad. He's very good. But I gotta I gotta give it to Devers because he gotcha. just kicked our ass big time. Gotcha, gotcha. Shortstop, uh, Xander Bogarts from the uh, Red Sox, Bo Bichette from the Blue Jays, and Carlos uh, Correa also of the Houston Trash Can Bangers. Yeah, uh, again another Houston Trash Can guy. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bogarts because again I just saw him play. I seen Bichette playing. Bichette plays. He's 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 good too. He's very good. But I think uh, I think Bogart's gonna is gonna take it. I think his batting average is a little bit better. Um, you can go either way with that. I mean, it's not. And you know, it's a shame because Correa. I, I'm not a, a fan of him, but he's a good third baseman. You know, yeah, so absolutely. again, it, it, you can go with any three of them. But I think uh, I think Bogart's is gonna is gonna take it for sure. Stuff. Gotcha. Now this is our no-brainer vote of them all. I'm not even gonna tell you the guy who we think it is, and I'm gonna say his name last because this is gonna be the guy designated hitter. Jordan Alvarez from the Houston Oscar the Grouches, uh, J.D. Martinez from the Boston Red Sox, or Baseball Jesus, Shohei Otani, Los Angeles Angels. Otani. This is not even a conversation, Otani. That's just it. Listen, those other two guys, I, I feel sorry for because you, you were at the wrong place at the wrong time. Not against <laughs> that guy. That guy is just, listen, he's, he, he is, and, and, and fortunate enough, they're playing the Yankees uh, the next couple of days, so I get a chance yeah. to see him. You know, and not have to worry about staying up late or anything like that. But he will be he will be up there uh, in the next couple of days, and I get a chance to see him. And you know what? What a class act too. They 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 took him to the side and they they asked to see his glove and his whole thing. And let me tell you something. He was just like, here you go, no problem, no, no problem at all. You know, so it was nice. It, it it really he really is he really is something you want you if you if you're a baseball fan, it's something you really want to watch. Two point five nine ERA. I think he has twenty two or twenty three home runs. Listen. He gets up there the six days that he doesn't pitch or whatever. He's a designated hitter. And then you're pitching him like at his eyebrow and he whacks home runs left-handed like nobody's business. I don't know. We talked about this in our group chat. They have to start to give this guy the Barry Bonds treatment. Why are you pitching to him? Do you want your morale to go down the drain like two pitches and it's one nothing already? Why are they doing that? Or if he bats second and the guy walks the first batter and then it's two nothing, why would you do that to yourself? You're putting yourself in a hole. Stop pitching to this guy. Stop. He is a – you, you know, he's not even a pitcher. He's a baseball player. Yes. And he is yes. crushing it. And I hope everyone pitches to this guy because I love to see this guy hit. <laughs> so keep pitching to him because he's going to hit. What is he? He's third right now in home runs, I believe. Is it? Third so I think it's Glad Jr. I think yep. Tatis is, is second. Yes. And I think he's third. He's third. Yep. He's third. Okay. Unbelievable. And then uh, we'll run down the rest of these guys uh, for the outfield uh, for um, – for All-Stars, we got uh, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Byron Buxton from the Twins, uh, Michael Brantley from the Houston Oscar the Grouches, uh, uh, Adoldis Garcia from Texas Rangers, uh, Teoscar Hernandez from the Blue Jays, Cedric Mullins, who plays for the Baltimore, or excuse me, yeah, for the Baltimore Orioles, surprised that an Oriole at all is on this thing, uh, Alex, your dude, uh, your Gudo, your Dudo from uh, the Red Sox, and then uh, Randall. Uh, I don't even know who this guy is. Grichuk. Uh, Randall. He's not gonna make it. But um, those are the guys. So I'm gonna say Judge, Trout, and probably Brantley 
But um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with those guys. Any anybody in that group uh, say anything to you, my friend? No, I, I and, and listen, Mike Trout hasn't been played in the last two months, and he's still number one. And again, it, sometimes it becomes more of a, a popularity contest than anything else. Um, Aaron Judge, uh, you you know how I feel about Judge. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, right now he's leading the Yankees in every statistical category that there is. You know, yeah. I and I'm still I'm I'm not a Judge guy. I'm not a fan of his. I mean. It, it, you know, he's, he's, he's a good player on a really bad team. So he looks even better right now, you know, which is scary for me because that means they're going to wind up signing him and I don't want to sign him because he's going to get hurt. again. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. So, you know what? Yeah. He's going to make it. I, I, you, I put trout, I put judge and Bradley's definitely going to get in there because of his name. He's going to definitely jump in there. There's, there's no question about it. Absolutely. I'm going to give folks a little behind the scenes right here. We have oh, a new damn. associate. We have a new associate producer tonight, my wife, and she just came up to me with a nice vodka and cranberry. Oh, uh, look at that. That looks good. That one, looks very good. One, I love her. Two, I deserve this. So thank you, babe. I appreciate that. Very wow. Much. You see what I got here? Look at what I got, brother. I got water. This is water. <laughs> I wish I could drink with you. Why are you, you got here drinking a really nice, pretty drink and my ice is melted. It's so damn hot in here and you got a nice drink. Damn, this sucks. Virtual cheers, my friend. Virtual cheers, my friend. Yes, right, yes, enjoy. Because let, let the people know you're on vacation, my friend. Absolutely. You are not afraid to get out there. Let absolutely. people know that you know what? Whatever's going out there, you are not afraid. Ting, ting, cheers, 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 cheers. There's, there's my lovely wife who has uh, appeared on the podcast and uh, staying masked up, but um, looks like, uh, you know, people are taking precautions. So crossing my fingers and doing the right thing and, you know, got to get back out here. Now, listen, I had a little bit of fear. I've never been around this many people in about 15, 16, 17, 18 months, but, you know, uh, everything appears to be good. So I'm doing good. I, I listen, as long as you're doing podcasts, we know you're doing good. When you Absolutely. stop doing the podcast, then we got problems. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's switch over to the National League now for catcher Buster Posey. Listen, the Giants have 50 wins, 5-0, yes. 50 wins in a division with the world champion Dodgers mm -hmm. and the smoking hot San Diego Padres. So Yes, they do. So we got, uh, we got Buster Posey. Uh, the all-star emeritus Yadier Molina from the St. Louis Cardinals. They haven't been doing this that good this year, but he's been, he throws. He's, he's there every year though. Every year. Brother Lewski, that I'm man asleep. is there every year. Without question. If you see National League and all-star game, Molina's name is there every single year. Absolutely. And then the other uh, pit, uh, other uh, catcher, Wilson Contreras from the, um, from the Cubs. It's going to come down to Posey and Molina, right? So, and listen, I, I watched a lot of San Francisco games. Posey's no joke. He's been hitting well. Uh, but Molina is, is, you know, and again, his team sucks, but he's just so good, you know, and he's, he's a hell guy. of a catcher. He's a hell of a catcher. You know, there's some guys that you just like to watch, you know, and unfortunate enough that he plays a position that you could see him all the time. As compared to someone who plays in the outfield, you know, you got to hope they get the ball hits out there, but you see him all the time. So listen, he's, I, I, Posey's going to get it, but he's right behind him. There, there's Absolutely. no question. Absolutely. Uh, first base, Max Muncy, world champion, L.A. Dodgers, Freddie Freeman from the Atlanta um, 
Braves and Anthony Rizzo, not Frank Rizzo, Anthony Rizzo. Hey, you know, the- I, I got to say Anthony Rizzo because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, Frank Rizzo, open your ears, jackass. Um, For any Anthony- of you older ones out there, uh, little little jerky boys, um, that if anyone knows about that, because they're probably saying jerky boys. Who the hell are jerky boys? If you're a younger generation, you know nothing about the jerky boys. But we wind up living that thing, I tell you. Yeah. Absolutely. If they if you don't know about the jerky boys, just go on YouTube it and you'll thank us next time. You'll thank us later. But uh, Anthony Rizzo um, from the Chicago Cubs. So that's a tough one. That's a yeah, tough I, one. I mean, I, I, I seen Muncie. Muncie's good. I think his batting average is is um, is better than 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 uh, uh, Freeman's. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to say Muncie only only because. Uh, I, like I said, I've seen him play. I haven't seen the other guys play as much, but I, I definitely see Muncie play. And I, I've seen Rizzo once in a while, but I see Muncie play, and he's yeah. good. I'm going to see who it comes down to. I'm going to say Rizzo because um, that team might be breaking up after this year, and I mm-hmm. think that they're going to give a nice middle finger to management before they break them up. The Cubs could very well um, you know, be in the playoffs and, and win the World Series. They're that capable. So mm-hmm. see what happens. But I'll say Rizzo for first base just to, to be devil's advocate. Okay, second base, Ozzie Albies from the Atlanta Braves. They got problems on the pitching end, and um, they're now back in like fourth place. Adam Frazier from the Pittsburgh Pirates, because, you know, Pittsburgh has to have at least one uh, finalist in this category. And then uh, Gavin Locks from the LA, uh, from the uh, LA Dodgers. So I just got to say Albies just based on that, because I don't uh, know too much about these other guys. Well, I, I, I'm only going to say I'm going to say the same thing, too, only because he's been to an all star already. So mm-hmm. this, it, the other two guys, this, it, it would be their first one. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go with, with, with Ozzy on, on that one. Absolutely third base we got Chris Bryant from the Cubs Nolan Arenado who came over from the um from the Colorado Rockies in the offseason started out well but things have not been going well for the uh, Cardinals and then uh, Justin Turner from the LA Dodgers um oh this is a tough one because I I I've seen I seen I seen Turner with the Dodgers uh Brian I haven't really watched too much the Chicago Cubs um I try to watch some of it against the Mets I really wasn't able to catch too much of that so I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I mean, um, all I know about Brian is I know he's a free agent. So you know when the, the guys are free agents at the end of this year, they play their ass off. Yeah. So I think at this point, I, I Brian is, is is by far is probably the better one out, out of the three. Um, he you know I know he he wasn't doing too well at, uh, last season, um, but again he's at his contract year, so you know it wouldn't surprise me if he plays his his ass off for the rest of the year. Gotcha. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go with Brian on this one. Now I'm going to uh, go in a different direction. I'm going to say Arenado, right? Not based upon his performance, but the all-star game is where they moved it from Atlanta to Colorado. Arenado used to play for the Rockies. You okay. probably still got some hometown fans that want to get that guy in there and see him uh, in the all-star uniform. So I think Arenado uh, hopefully should sneak in on that. So we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, uh, this one is even a, this is a, a no contest on this yeah, one, but go yeah, ahead yeah. by all means. Sure. Shortstop, uh, Brandon Crawford, the 50 win San Francisco Giants, Javier Baez, the El Mago, the magician. You didn't know I was bilingual <laughs> El Mago from the Chicago Cubs and Mr. Home Run King Daddy Fernando Tatis Jr. He had three the other night. I think it was Friday night. Unbelievable. Uh, Tatis, correct. And listen, this is going straight to Tatis. Um, I watched him today, San Diego play against uh, the Diamondbacks after I, I watched a, 
a very depressing uh, Yankee uh, Red Sox game. And let me tell you, you know, again, if, if you, you know, I, you hear a lot of guys say, oh, I'm a Yankee fan, Yankee fan. I don't know if any of these guys ever watch any, any other team except for the Yankees. You know, you watch San Diego, and, and granted, they played Arizona. Arizona sucks. But they were down. And, you know, you see these guys, they, they like, they want it. You know, like, they play hard. You know, they, 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 the swagger means a lot. It says a lot about a team. It, tells, it says a lot about the coaching of the team. Yeah. You know, they were down by two. He came back, and Fernando Tatis, and the reason they were down by two is because Tatis had, had an error in, uh, in shortstop. Oh, and he came back, and this guy's just, you know, he's not hitting home runs. He's, he's hitting the ball. You know, he puts the ball in play, and that's, you know, you're supposed to be professional. This is what you're supposed to do. So he put the ball in play, and they came back, and they won 5-4. You know, and it was an enjoyable game. And, and you know, this is what you see. You know, you see these, you see these teams and, and, and other, other cities that, that have good teams. And if you don't stop to watch other teams, you know, you don't really understand how, why. This is why I, I, I know there's problems with, with the Yankees. I watch a lot of the West Coast teams. You know, they, they run a whole different style of offense. And I know, you know, the Yankees are built on a, on a different type of scenario than these guys are. But these guys, they play hard and, and there's, there's a feel to them. You know, I understand the whole, you know, and again, I don't even want to get into the whole cybergenics and all that. But even though their numbers are in there, there's a feel. And you can see a lot of these coaches that they, they feel their way through. And once they feel their way through, I mean, you, you get a good game. And, you know, baseball has to, they, they have to really just, just, utilize this more for themselves because it, it, it can be a good game. It can bring the people back, you know, especially the younger generation, you know, again, and we've talked about this many times on, on group chats and, and, and with other people, you know, we're, we're the old guys on the lawn. Uh, we don't want to see the bat flip, but you know what, if it means more people are going to watch flip the bat. If, and even better, if you don't want him to flip the bat, strike, strike him, him out. out. That's yeah. just that simple. Strike you know out, fly out, he, ground he's out. He's a great hitter. Or hit, so you, or hit him, or hit him. Yeah, well, there you go. Listen, it's you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to have my face on ESPN showing him hitting a home run off of me. Well, then there you go. You walk him, you hit him, or you just strike him out. You got five other options. Strike out, ground out, fly out, walk, mm-hmm. intentional walk. And if your manager's telling you to pitch to this guy, I mean, when it gets to 3-0, why do that? Just put it down, intentional walk, move on. It's very simple. You're right. You're right. Uh, outfield, uh, we got Acuna Jr. from the Braves, Castellanos, who has been uh, playing very well for the um, Cincinnati Reds. My homeboy from Buffalo, Jesse Winker, the home run hitter from the Cincinnati Reds. Um, then we got Mookie Betts from the Dodgers, uh, Chris Taylor from the Dodgers, my main man, Juan Soto. Soto from the Nationals. Baby there you Bambino. Go. Uh, there's a guy now who wears number three for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, nobody <laughs> really cares about him. Jock Peterson, who uh, came over from the Dodgers. He's now with the Cubs. And then uh, last but not least, Mike Yastrzemski, um, the grandson of Carl Yastrzemski, playing for the Giants. So I'm going to say, for me, Winker, Soto, and probably Mookie Betts will, will be – uh, be the three that'll be the the finalist. Yeah, and, and and I'm and you're only gonna get Mookie Betts only because is his name. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, they the Dodgers paid a lot of money for him. I mean, he's he's doing well. Uh, but I, I, you know, my guy would be Acuna. I would go with uh, Winker, definitely with Winker, because you know he he stands out there. And I, you know, I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna say Mookie Betts. I like Mookie Betts. Um, gotcha. You know, but. It, 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 what you have on there. I mean, Soto might even get in there, my friend. He might, might get in get there. In. You know, he might get in. Now, you know I, I'm telling you right now, you're gonna, you, it's going to be, it, Harper's definitely getting in because of his name. 
There's no question. You and, and, and I, I know you hate to hear it, but you know what? He, if, if Morse comes to worse, he's definitely reserved. You know that. I don't think he's done much this year, but you know, he's his name alone will get him there. Unbelievable. Listen, you know who's not on that list? My boy from the Washington Nationals, Kyle Schwarber. Mm. He's got uh, 19 home runs in his last 30 games. I think he had five last weekend against the Mets. I mean, and these are not the ones that are skimming the wall. Upper deck, second deck, third deck. He is blasting the ball. I don't know what happened to him. You know, if he's got uh, Wheaties or if he's what he's doing, but he is absolutely blasting these home runs. I mean, he was not even in the top five in home runs two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Now he's like fourth right behind uh, Otani, uh, Tatis, and uh, Vladdy Jr. So I hope that it continues. My Nationals eight and two. Remember I said between Memorial Day and 4th of July, be very concerned. They climb themselves out of the basement now. They in second place, four games behind the Mets. We'll see how DeGrom's health goes. And, um, you know, we're able to take a a couple from the Mets. Uh, We're able to go ahead and uh, sweep the Phillies. And then I think we took three out of four from the Marlins. So climbing up the ranks there, we'll see how it goes, my friend. And look, a lot of baseball left. I know you got uh, your thoughts on your Yankees. And, you know, our dream matchup would be the Yankees and the Nationals in the World Series. We'll see how this goes. But a lot of baseball left, my friend. A lot of Definitely baseball. Definitely a lot of baseball. But Nationals, Yankees, that ain't happening this year. I can tell you that right now. That definitely ain't happening. Maybe with Nationals. I mean, you, listen, you're, you're only four games out of first place behind the Mets. Yeah. Mets didn't do too well this week. Um, they lost a few games to Philly. Um, they're four and, four and six in the last 10 games. So you, you have a shot at the Nationals. And you know what? It also helps if, if DeGrom does go down, because I, I really do think he's throwing too hard. If yeah. you watch him pitch, he's throwing too hard. Yeah. And if they don't, if they don't p- pull him back a little bit, the guy's going to blow his arm out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. his ERA is, I, it's, it's not even, it's ridiculous. It went from 0.59, he gave up two runs the other day, now it's like 0.64, and he was pissed that he gave up two earned runs, my friend. I, I just, you know, and, and he, he has soreness in his arm every single time. So, you know, there, there's big questions with that, you know, and you don't want to, you definitely don't want to lose this guy for the, for, for the year. I mean, again, I, I'm not a Mets fan, but I, when he, I know he's pitching, I'm, I'm watching him pitch. Because yeah. to watch him pitch, and it, you know, with all this, with with the the Rosen uh, um, and, and the spotted the thing, I, you know, this guy's not doing it. He's not, and you yeah. know, and it, and it's also like you know, in the steroid era, you you go, you know, a guy's not doing steroids and he hitting home runs. You know, it, it, it's it's nice to watch this guy's. I, I'm telling you, I, I think when it's when it, at the end, when it's all said and done, my friend, we're gonna see one of the greatest pitchers ever known. And I say, and and the only reason why I'm gonna. I, I'm going to say Randy Johnson for me. Randy Johnson, Nolan Ryan. I'm going to say Randy Johnson because Randy Johnson pitched during the steroid era. Yeah. Okay. He pitched and he still struck out a lot of guys. And these guys were hitting home runs that are still up in the stratosphere. So I'm going to say Randy Johnson is one of the best pitchers we've ever seen. But outside of him, I got to say DeGrom. Because DeGrom, to watch this guy pitch, it's just, it's amazing. You know, and now, now the Mets are actually scoring runs. So now it's not him just losing games. You know, his ERA is, is phenomenal, you know, but they are winning games. So it, it actually helps that they have a good team that, they, you know, they're winning games. But if you lose him, I'm telling you right now, then, you know, you, you're going to be it's, it's going to be a struggle to keep on hold on to that first place. Absolutely. You know, who is uh, one of the best pitchers I've ever seen and one of the guys that's not using anything funny, Max Scherzer. Yes. Just uh, passed uh, Cy Young earlier this season. 
in the 3,000 strikeout club. He has his 2,900 strikeout, recorded that today. I mean, this guy is money all the time. He's, I think he's going to get the 3,000 strikeout uh, this season. Uh, we'll see what happens, but this guy is, uh, is absolutely positively money. Let me run down. You mentioned a few of them. Let me tell you all these guys who are in here with the 3,000 strikeouts, they're either Hall of Famers or should be Hall of Famers. I'll go uh, in reverse order. Um, Verlander, 3,000 strikeouts. Uh, we got, there's got to be an asterisk to, around these guys' names. Yeah. Because, you know, especially with Verlander, if he was using the spite attack and then they were cheating too, that's a, that's a huge advantage that he was having. Yeah. You know, so you, you put these guys' names in, in, in the record books, you know, and again, it all comes down to stats, and especially with baseball. Yeah. You know, if he's doing, if he's cheating and he's using the spine attack, I mean, then look at his ERA from home to away. Big difference. Yeah. He was another yeah. guy with a big difference. So his name shouldn't even be on there. But you know what? That's baseball. They're going to throw him in there anyway. Absolutely. John Smoltz, no spider attack. No, he, no. Uh, 3,084 strikeouts. CC Sabathia, your guy mm-hmm. from the Yankees, 3,093. Have strikeouts. you seen this guy recently? No. Have you seen this guy? So no. I guess what he did was he decided – that he was going to go into, into, into bodybuilding. This guy's a fucking monster. If you get a chance, take a look at what he it looks like. This guy, he said, I'm not sitting back. I'm not doing nothing. I'm retiring. He says, I'm going sh- hitting straight to the, oh, I can't get over. I couldn't believe it when I saw him. When wow. I saw him, I was like, what? That's, that's CeCe Sabathia? At this point, I wish I could bring him back. Damn. I'm, I'm going to send him a, tw- a tweet and see if we can go work out with him. I could uh, stand and lose a well, few pounds. Not with that vodka you have, my friend. I, no. I don't think that. <laughs> this, is, this is technically corn liquor and this is gluten. So Which is technically bad. gone because there's nothing in that cup. Exactly. Technically gone. <laughs> um, from the Hall of Fame jerks and not a Hall of Fame baseball player, Kurt Schilling, 3,106 strikeouts. Yeah, that's another guy you put an asterisk next to his name. Bob Gibson, no asterisks, 3,117 strikeouts. Pedro, 3,154 strikeouts. Ferguson Jenkins, 3,192. Phil Necro, who may know a little bit about doctoring up a baseball. But yeah, just a little, just a just little. Just a little, 3,342 strikeouts. No asterisk needed. Greg Maddox, 3,371. Oh. That, that was another good one, my friend, that we watched. a lot of, We watched a lot of the Atlanta game with that, especially Absolutely. with the World Series. Hell of a pitcher. There'll never be a one-two punch like that, uh, I don't think, ever. No, no. Uh, two guys with 3,000-plus strikeouts on the same rotation? Absolutely not. Walter Big Train Johnson from Old School Baseball, 3,508 strikeouts. No steroids, no spider tack, no nothing. Uh, this guy deserves an asterisk. He knows a little something about Dr. in the baseball. Gaylord Perry, 3,534 strikeouts. No asterisk needed. Don Sutton, 3,574 strikeouts. Tom Seaver, 3,640 strikeouts. The man with the plan, Burt Bylevin, 3,701 wow. strikeouts. Wow. Unbelievable. No asterisk needed. Steve Carlton, 4,000. 136 strikeouts. And, and mind you, there's, there's, there's no load management. I mean, how many how many innings these guys, these guys pitched innings. They pitched complete games, not like today. Today, you got five, six innings in and then you're out. And so these this, guys, oh my gosh, I can't imagine how, how many pitches these guys overall in their careers. That's the guys you want. Upset mm-hmm. when it's time for the reliever coming, you got to damn near pry that ball yeah, out of their hand because yeah. they know that they're better than these guys that are coming up. You're right, my friend. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, asterisk. Roger Clemens, 4,672 strikeouts. Yeah, that's, that's a big asterisk with that one there, yeah. too. Then your top two guys, Randy Johnson, 4,875 strikeouts. And I'm telling you, to see him pitching during that era, during that steroids era, I still think by far he's one of the best pitchers. Well, outside of Nolan Ryan, we, yeah. got, the, we got the back end of Nolan Ryan, yeah, uh, my friend. Yeah, yeah. But Randy Johnson, to me, I, like I said, to watch him during the, the steroid era, I think was phenomenal. I mean, his heater. And I, I, get to, I saw him a little bit more because he was with the Yankees. But yeah. I think before he came to the Yankees, when he was with Arizona, I think he was just, he was unhittable. Almost yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, DeGrom at this point, he's, he's unhittable. I, I'm, I'm looking at his, at his numbers, and I can't even, I, I, 0.69. That's not even, I've never, you know what I, you know when I seen that? I seen that when we were playing uh, PS4, uh, yeah, Major League yeah. Baseball. You know, you yeah. have numbers like that. Not, yeah. not in real life. Not it's real it's life. almost impossible. And listen, my friend, last but not least, this guy recorded his 3,000 strikeout on the 4th of July in 1980 and finished his career with a number that will never, ever, ever be broken. 5,714 strikeouts, the Nolan Express, yes. Ryan, yes. Nolan Ryan. There you go. That, that, my, my favorite of all time. I mean, I, unfortunately, I, I was young. I really didn't get a chance to really enjoy his pitching. I saw him at, at the at elder age when he started pitching, at the end when he finished pitching, and, but just magnificent, especially that one scene that he's punching the guy in the face. That, that right there, that, that's yeah. my number one pitcher of all time. Yeah. That's the guy I want in game seven. On the line. That's who I want. Absolutely. I think he has seven no-hitters, uh, which is uh, amazing. And, uh, man, uh, just uh, just a tremendous, tremendous person. Uh, super Hall of Famer. They still love him uh, down there in Texas. He's a Texas guy all the way. 5,714 strikeouts. Wow. The greatest pitcher for my money that ever lived. And you're not going to beat that now, not, but nowadays. I mean, no. you know, with guys only going, how many? I, I, and if you look up the numbers, how many complete games he has? He, he his the complete game numbers Tons. were ridiculous. Yeah, Tons. you don't have how many guys you have now with complete games? Not many. You can't because the, everyone's managed under a certain number. You know you can't blow their arm out like Degrom. You can't you can't make him go. The only reason why Degrom would be going nine innings at this point if he's throwing a no hitter, and if he goes nine innings, he's not starting the next couple starts. He's gonna blow his arm out. He's just doing four to five innings now, and he's having issues with his arm. But I think in his mindset, I think at this point, he wants to be the greatest pitcher. And I don't blame the guy. I don't. But he's throwing 103 miles an hour in the first inning. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. No wonder yeah. your arm hurts you by the fourth inning. Yeah. It just, you know, and I hope, I hope you know, because I, I don't know if the Mets are doing the right thing. You know, I mean, I, I enjoy watching them pitch. But if the Mets are not really controlling this, he's gonna, he, you're not going to have him for the rest of the season. We're no. almost at halfway. He's and I can't see him going the whole through yeah. at, at this pace. It's too much. Too much. Yeah. Nolan Ryan, my friend, two hundred and twenty-two complete games. So wow. that's like a season, wow. and then another sixty games on top of that. Oh. Oh, two hundred and twenty-two. complete You will games. never see that again. Never, unless we go back into time. But there's no way today's pitchers. And, you know, they're bigger, they're stronger. You know, you keep hearing all this, the nutritionists and all that. But, you know, these guys get hurt twice as much as they did back then. I don't understand. Babe Ruth, we, we, after a game, what, he, he went, did he drink and smoked? And he played how long? And these guys, are, you know, they, they work out. I mean, look at Judge. And one of the big things I have on Judge, 
And the same with Stan. These guys are yeah. cons consistently hurt. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. they're, they're working out too hard. I, I, I still think Stan, he just swings so damn hard and he hurts himself. Yeah. But, you know, these yeah. guys are bigger and stronger. You would think they would be more durable. They're less durable than the guys that didn't do as much back then. Absolutely. All right, listen, tough guy, before we close out, uh, Olympics will be coming up. They're doing the Olympic trials and all the sports, but they really don't have uh, Olympic trials like they do for basketball. We'll be having our eyes on that. You know, the world comes after us year after year mm -hmm. after year, every four years in the Olympics. Let me run through this uh, USA basketball Olympics um, uh, roster. Subject to change, but here's who signed on so far. Kevin Durant, Dame Lillard. And, and let me let me stop you right there, uh, brother Numski. And I I think I think, and I I know Harden's on there too. And Harden shouldn't be playing. His his hamstring still needs to get healed. I think these guys were just so hungry for for some to win something. They had no choice but to go and do this because no one in their right mind wants to go over there and 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 play in doing this. But I think they were just you know. And again, I don't know. There's a lot of people out there that hated the Nets, and I I I, I was not one of them because when you to see pure guys to, to, just to watch guys that can play basketball you want to watch that and i want to continue to keep watching it you know and and and, and as i speak atlanta's up by by four with 333 left in the second period okay. so you know i i just want to see good basketball and, and sometimes you know you may not like the guy but you know they they get knocked out and i think he just was still so hungry to, to win something that they said you know what we're going, we're going to go play in the olympics absolutely so, yeah, so I don't see Harden on this one. I don't think he signed on. He might be an alternate, but this is who I got on the USA basketball list. Durant, Dame Lillard, Devin Booker is going to be in it. Jason Tatum should be well-rested. My main man, and I'm hoping that he wins the gold medal, Bradley Beal from the Wizards. Zach Levine, the high flyer from the Bulls. And listen, this guy is only on the list because they need a white guy, Kevin Love, but that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about that another day. Kevin Love, I, 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 is he still playing? He's still he, he's allegedly with the Cavaliers. Cavaliers, yeah, yeah. His 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 time is is you know. Don't get me wrong. He was he's he's a good ball player. He is yeah, a good ball yeah. player. But uh, you know what? I, I'm sitting here. And I'm, I'm listening to this, and they were just racking on, on Giannis. He took him so long to shoot a free throw, and it was an air ball. I, I don't understand. If you're taking that long to get on a free throw line, you should at least hit rim. I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, hit, you know, hit him with the 10 second violation and let's move on already. That's I just, you know what, if that's the case, if, if you follow him, just give them one point. Don't even put him on the line. He's only yeah. going to make one out of two. Just give him the yeah. point and just let him keep going with the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also on the team, the senior member, Draymond Green from the mm. Warriors, my main man, Bam, uh, our guy, uh, Kendrick Perkins calls him Bam out of the bayou, but it's a Bam <laughs> out of bio from the heat. Uh, Chris Middleton, I guess he'll be a, a number two somewhere else this summer. Uh, Drew Holiday from the Bucks, uh, so we'll have his teammate there. And then Jeremy Grant from the Pistons fills out that 12th spot. So, I mean, hopefully we'll win the gold medal. It's hard to put these guys together when teams from other countries have been practicing, you know, God knows how long, but a lot of NBA guys are going to be in there, going to be a lot of coaching. And let me tell you, funny things happen in that international competition. So we'll see what happens, man. But uh, looking for who's, who's coaching, who's coaching this year. Uh, I think it's going to be Jim Beheim, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Yeah. 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 Well, he'll be one of the coaches. So yeah, yeah. I know. I, I think they'll win it this year. Uh, uh, Brother Numski. I, I listen, they, there's, there's talent on the team. You know, I what, what was it, four years ago we lost? Was it four years ago or eight years ago? I think it was eight years ago. Eight, eight years ago that we lost. But it, the, the team they had, they, they amounted, wasn't wasn't all that. I think this team has a lot of talent. 
And these guys, the guys that you have on there want to win. You know, it's different. Like you put a few of those other guys on there, you know, like bitch ass didn't want to go, you know, cause he's too busy promoting his movie. You know, that, and that, that's such a, such a crock of shit. You so know, you, you wanted to come to LA, you wanted to do all this, but I don't want to do anything else because I have a movie and that's what I want to do for the rest of my career. Oh, fuck him. Oh, I can't take that guy. Let me tell everybody, save your money for Space Jam unless you got the HBO Max and that's the way you get it. They had a movie called Player uh, Ready Player One. Space Jam with LeBron is Ready Player One, except it has basketball in it. That's it. That's mm. the only difference. So save your money. But uh, we'll see how this uh, goes. Greg Popovich is the USA basketball coach. Bayheim is, is an assistant. So okay. they'll be well coached and ready to go. So yeah, we'll yeah, they, they'll, they'll win. I can't see them not winning. I, I really exactly. can't. Exactly. Exactly. Well, listen, tough guy, another uh, episode uh, under our belt, episode number five. We'll uh, get this out. We want to tell everybody that we're available. Let me uh, get our, our rundown, how they can find us. Well, obviously, you know, you can get us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, you can get us on Simplecast and literally everywhere you get your podcast. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. And then uh, let's see. We're on Instagram at Tough Guy Podcast. I'm at Bam Bam Bishop One. He's at BX Legend 28. We're on Twitter at Tough Guy Sports One. We're also on Twitter. He's on Twitter at BX Legend 281. As always, you can email the show Tough Guy Podcast at gmail.com. Tough Guy Podcast at gmail.com. And I'm at Bam Bam Bishop One at gmail.com. Bam Bam Bishop One at gmail.com so listen stanley cup finals coming uh to a, a close uh, we'll have uh, some more news on nhl playoffs and uh basketball we're getting the finalists there man uh this is gonna be sort of the uh slow spot in the sports season but we're gonna continue to give it to you we're not gonna oh, well luckily we have the olympics so that that should carry us over because it's, you correct. know baseball baseball will will, will take over the summer because you know this we're, we're winding down from really good sports and this year has been really good between between the nhl and the nba bat, uh playoffs have been really good and and you know combine them both together it's been been really enjoyable to watch. So they, they put a really good uh, a really good product out out, out on TV uh, this this last year. Absolutely. So uh, we won't give you the NASCAR report. They just go in circles. And, and, and listen for those people out there that don't know about NASCAR. We can talk to you about NASCAR because you know we car lovers. And that's exactly. that's a listen. That's a that's a completely different animal right there. I don't even think we want to touch into that yet, brother Noobski, because I don't know if people really. We're trying to get people to watch hockey. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I don't know if we can swing them over to NASCAR. I, I really don't. I, and, and you know that that's that's our love. And we're, one day that's another one on our bucket list. We're gonna go down to the Daytona 500 and we're gonna exactly. watch that. We're gonna get in the pits. We want to get in the pits and we want to put them tires on. That's what we want to do. I'll be perfectly honest with you. It was. Friday, I drove by the Daytona International Speedway. Didn't go in. They have uh, also out there the world's biggest NASCAR store. So I drove by. So we're close, but we got to get inside and uh, get a camper, some RVs, and check that out and see what that's like. And uh, it'll probably be like two chocolate chips in a bowl of uh, Cool Whip. But we want to yeah, get down hey, there and listen, see what's you know going what? on. I, you, you know, people got to stop being afraid of color. We, listen, if you enjoy something, you got to do it. You just Absolutely. gotta go out there and enjoy yourself. And if you if you're a car lover, that's that's like the ultimate to get out there. You know, Super Bowl so. of NASCAR. Oh Super yeah, Bowl there you NASCAR. go. That, but that that's a whole different podcast, my friend. A whole different one because I don't think we're trying to get people to watch hockey again, and we can't yeah. get them to watch hockey as much as we like them to. So <laughs> NASCAR is a different thing. And again, and I, I want to say this again to all our fans out there. 
I think we jumped up to nine this week. I got nine definitely people that listen. Okay. Uh, okay. Again, thank you for everything, for listening to us. Um, please, uh, uh, Brother Noomsky just uh, put down where we're at if you want to have any comments. If there's anything negative, please get in contact with Brother Noomsky. I don't want to hear none of that shit. If it's anything good, <laughs> by all means, you can you can email me, text me, send me the homing pigeon. I'm good with that. So again, thank you for everybody for listening, uh, you know, for just taking the time out just to just listen to us talk. Absolutely. We'll be updating that to IG at Tough Guy Podcast at Tough Guy Podcast. So check us out and uh, we'll be around. That's a wrap, my friend. Next time I see you, we probably will have a Stanley Cup, close to have a Stanley Cup uh, champion. And uh, the finalists will be in the NBA. So we'll have a lot to talk about on the next podcast as well. Definitely will. Definitely will. So uh, a lot to talk about next time we do see each other. Absolutely. Have a good week, my friend. I'll be talking to you on chat. I'll be calling you, and uh, we'll see how this goes. But uh, another edition under the belt, man, and we did it. Yep, yes, we did. Another one goes down the, down the drain. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Good talking to you, my friend. Have a good Likewise. week. Likewise. And everyone out there, have a good time out there. Get out there. Enjoy be yourself. Safe. Life is too absolutely. short. Absolutely. Be safe, and we'll see you next time on Tough Guy Sports Radio Podcast. Peace. Peace. Peace.